The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. A stunning um, set of testimony provided to the Public Accounts Committee in the Oireachtas today from senior executives and board members of RTE. At the heart of this, of course, the payment to uh, Ryan Tuberty. And shorn of all of the complexity, at the heart of it, what happened was RTE said to Renault, we will give you back money that you have paid to us. You now pay it direct to Ryan Tuberty. Renault, of course, absolved of any suggestion of wrongdoing, merely a third party included in a transaction created between RTE, Noel Kelly, uh, him being Ryan Tuberty's agent, and by extension, Ryan Tuberty. The uh, number of senior executives were in front of the Public Accounts Committee today, including the um, Interim Director General, the Commercial Director, the Chief Financial Officer, the current Chair and the former Chair. The former Chair referred to the payment as a clandestine and described the barter account as a slush fund. Um, the Commercial Director said that it appears to her that the motive was to conceal the current chair said that this was an act designed to deceive and the chief financial officer said that in his p- opinion, maybe the taxpayer was defrauded in this action. Now, there has been a whole series of other revelations in relation to expenditure by RTE on things like client entertainment. Um, there's been revelations in respect of financial agreements um, with uh, corporates and RTE presenters and other senior executives within RTE. And there have been revelations in respect of the relationship between Noel Kelly, that being Ryan Tuberty's agent, and RTE because it was revealed in Teralia that the consultancy payment that went to Ryan Tuberty, this is the the clandestine payment as referred to by Moya Doherty, that payment was described originally as consultancy. What consultancy? The consultancy being that they were um, believed that they were paying Noel Kelly, Ryan Tuberty's agent, to advise RTE on its positioning in the pandemic. A €75,000 consultancy fee for such advice. But of course, that turned out not to be a consultancy fee for advice. It turned out to be a clandestine, again, to use Moya Darty's words, payment uh, delivered through to uh, Ryan Tuberty. With us is um, uh, Pierce Doherty, um, financial uh, spokesperson for um, Sinn Féin. Uh, your Oireachtas colleague, Alan Kelly, described this as the most extraordinary public accounts committee that he had been privy to. What's your reaction, Pierce Doherty? Some of this is just simply jaw-dropping. Um, what we're hearing from senior executives and what we find out as well as well-paid executives um, uh, in RTE and the deference they had to the, the, the chief executive, the fact that they had not asked questions. For example, the, one of the questions that was asked today was in relation to when the auditors first flagged this with the chief financial officer, which is what an auditor would do if there was an issue, and they asked for an explanation of the two payments of €75,000, which we know were the top-up payments to, to Ryan Tuberty. Uh, he sought explanation from D Forbes. D Forbes told him, as you said, that these were for consultancy fees uh, where Noel Kelly's co- uh, company had uh, uh, consulted for, for RTE in terms of restructuring during the pandemic. Now, I don't know if Noel Kelly's company has expertise in relation to restructuring of semi-state bodies. I thought he was a talent management agency and, uh, you know, a creative production agency. I, I just can't understand why the CFO actually gave that explanation to Deloitte. Uh, he seemed to not question it any further. He was asked to give an explanation, and that's the story he gave to Deloitte. And I think it's just absolutely jaw-dropping that we have somebody 
on 200,000 euro plus uh, and they don't ask questions, they don't raise uh, concerns in, into relation to that. And that's just one example of, of just four hours of revelations that have come out time and time again, some of it that just makes no sense whatsoever. The commercial director enters an arrangement with Renault for Renault to pay Ryan Tuberty's wages and the commercial director invoices or send, gives a credit note back to Renault, basically pays Renault back in, in, in effect and also pays them an extra amount of money to host events. It, you know, and the question was put to them, what is the logic in that? What is the logic in doing something like that, that it wasn't cost neutral to RTE? RTE had to pay this. It was basically just a way that the money was channeled through. And it was, uh, as the chair mentioned, this year was uh, was an arrangement to deceive. And the taxpayers were deceived. The public were deceived. Uh, the Arachis were received, deceived. Ministers were deceived. And the workers, the workers who were told that they had to tighten their belt, they had to take a, a wage cut and pay freezes, were completely and utterly deceived. And, it, you know, what stinks about this is that it was just those at the top it was senior people at the top who were looking after senior people at the top and everybody else had to, you know, had had to pitch in. And it's just, I, I, I as I said, some of it is just absolutely jaw-dropping today. Um, I should say that the company in question which received that uh, consultancy fee is a company called CMS Marketing, of which Noel Kelly is the chief executive officer. And two days ago, we asked RTE to detail for us all revenues earned by CMS Marketing from RTE and any revenues earned by RTE from CMS Marketing. They said they would uh, endeavour to respond to us with that detail. They still haven't responded to us with that detail. And I should add, by the way, of course, we've invited Noel Kelly on um, uh, over the last number of days uh, and that invitation remains open if you choose to join us. Likewise, we've invited RTE spokespeople and so far none have been available, both from the board and from the senior management. The other thing that we discovered, Pierce Darty, in the midst of all of this was Kevin Backhurst, and this was told to the committee. Kevin Backhurst, of course, being the former interim deputy or interim director general in the interalia between Noel Curran and the arrival of D Forbes, also Deputy Director General and the man largely responsible for a lot of the restructuring of news after the Mission to Prey debacle. Kevin Backhurst coming in as the new Director General. He, according to Adrian Lynch, is going to undertake a complete reconstitution of the Executive Board of RTE. Should we wait for him? I, I, I don't think that we should, um, to tell you the truth. And I don't want, to, I, I don't want this to turn into a witch hunt. But there has to be accountability. Anybody who's watched the committee over the last um, two days will know that there are people that have been before the Erectus committees who had their fingerprints all over this. In some way, were complicit in this. In some way, were deceiving their own uh, other fellow directors. And in some instances, were completely asleep at the wheel and weren't doing their job. And, you know, we have to... Uh, steady the ship as quickly as possible. We need to get, you know, trust back from the public and from staff in relation to RD. But that will take time. Uh, but it will also take accountability. And people should be reflecting on their positions within RT at this point in time. And um, because I think it is difficult, it will be difficult to move on when we know that some people knew, for example, that payments were being made that were for the purpose of Brian Topperty's top-ups, but were being actually described 
as something completely different. Uh, and that's just not acceptable. It's not acceptable in any organisation. It's definitely not acceptable in executives who are very highly paid. And it's definitely not acceptable when it is a public money uh, and licensed payers' money that is a, 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 a in question all of this. When you have a situation where the former, well, when the chair is calling, you know, this, that it was about deception, and the former chair is describing the barter account of which nearly 1.2 million euro went through as a slush fund, then you know how 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 serious the problems are in terms of RTE. Uh, well, in, in a second, I, I'm going to ask Sean Defoe to bring us through some of the details of what has been re- revealed in, in relation to that. But just when you bring up the, the, the slush fund, the barter account, some of the revelations that are emerging at the committee today have nothing to do with this original uh, covert payment to Ryan Tuberty. But they in themselves must raise questions. For instance, the discovery that that slush fund was used to pay €135,000 to bring people to rugby games, €138,000 to provide people with rugby tickets. Yeah, and, you know, my colleague talked about, you know, the U2 Crow Park and buses and going from Drumcondra down to, you know, just around the corner, taking a round uh, trip to Tokyo that was costing on on average €16,000 each, which one of the directors was on. Um, Like, you know, the the issue in terms of the top-up for Ryan Tuberty and the, the, the public outcry in relation to that has lifted the lid in relation to many other issues that are going on in RTE. So what we've seen over the last two days is a dysfunction at the very top of RTE. What we've seen is corporate governance at its worst in some cases. Um, and what we've seen is a, a fund that didn't have the, the proper oversight. Uh, and it appears, you know, a lot of money going through it, uh, which was kept out of reach and out of reporting uh, of the board and the chairperson of RTE for all of her tenure. Like, you couldn't make this up. Um, As I said, some of this is just astounding. Um, There is going to be a really, really um, difficult job to actually put all of this back together. Um, But I think it can be done. And I think that, you know, we need to end that kind of insider culture. How many times have we heard over the last two days, oh, well, we did it because D Forbes signed off on it? You know, that's not the job of a senior executive just to do something because somebody higher than them says that they're that 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 it was okay, that they found comfort, that D Forbes agreed it. If you're a chief financial officer, if you're an executive, if you're a director, then you have a responsibility yourself to do what is right for the company. Um, so there there's serious, serious issues here. But I, I think I think we can build back something better. We can get rid of the insider culture. We can reform the type of culture that is there uh, at, at the top okay. of RTE. And I think that the staff of RTE. Uh, and those people who took to the, the protest lines are probably, you know, give you confidence uh, that there is a lot of good there uh, and that can be built back uh, with okay. the right type of leadership. Pierce Doherty, thank you very much for your time this evening. That is Sinn Féin's spokesperson for finance, Pierce Doherty. And Sean Defoe, a News Talk's political correspondent, has been following the Public Accounts Committee this evening, as he did yesterday with the Media Committee. And I should say, of course, that there is still evidence being given and questions uh, being asked. Most notably recently, uh, Alan Kelly asserting to the committee or asserting to the RTE delegates that the corporate events 
um, that were held for Renault asking whether or not um, RT staff had been used to do some of the technical provision of AV equipment at that because that is what he had been informed by his own sources. An awful lot to pick through. Sean Defoe, let's start with what we discovered in relation to the core payment before all of the other issues that have since emerged. The critical words coming out, concealment, clandestine, defrauding, deceiving. Yeah, look, this is one of the most extraordinary committees certainly I've ever watched. You hear the likes of Alan Kelly, as you mentioned, uh, describing it as one for him as well. And that's someone who's been around the block. There has been some basically an admission, a staggering thing to admit from a chief financial or or officer of an organisation that there was an arrangement in place effectively to pay an employee more off the books. So that is what this was. He agreed that this whole arrangement was to put something off the books for Ryan Tuberty. Uh, and really, it is the CFO uh, who has been the, the the star witness, if you like, of this committee from the very start, as you might expect from the Public Accounts Committee. And just to go through some of, of what was said, there's quite a bit. So Richard Collins uh, came under personal pressure as well. One of the things that the, the board came in and started with very strong opening statements, it must be said, sort of recognising that their answers yesterday were not enough and in that it was a commitment that under the new DG there will be a reconstitution of the board and also a commitment from Shuni Rattling that the top 100 earners within RTE will have their wages published as soon as possible. The Chief Financial Officer Richard Collins was put on the spot, put on pressure by John Brady to reveal his own stra- uh, salary at the committee. It ended up being 200 grand but it didn't exactly go well getting him to say that. Here's a bit of the clip. I, expect you to, I would expect you to answer that question. I don't know what my exact salary is off the top of my head. Of course, don't, no, but I can give you. I, no, I can give you. It's absolutely outrageous. Give not, you an ex- Chief yeah. financial officer of RT can't tell us what he's paid. We're supposed to buy that. Chief financial officer, just chief financial officer, being asked a question by the deputy who has the floor. Deputy Brady has the floor. Well, what's, it's, it's, what's your salary? This is a, a extraordinary. Now it's taken o- 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 over a minute now to get a yeah. very basic answer. I, I, I would have imagined. We have, we have public bodies in here every week who, uh, you know, senior staff, we, we can get the uh, figures for their salaries. You know, any problem. RT is, you know, transparency, true transparency. No, I have no trust. problem being transparent. True with you, transparent and trust. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's a very basic question and I expect the answer to it for the members. Okay, I, I believe my salary is around 200,000 base salary plus a car allowance of 25,000. Um, okay. But it's in and around that sort of. Oh. And in other evidence that uh, he provided to the uh, board or to the um, committee, if I have it right, Sean, it was the chief financial officer who outlined that this payment that ultimately made its way to Ryan Tuberty was characterised as consultancy being paid to Noel Kelly for advice to RTE. Yeah, that's right. Well, we'll get to that that clip in just a, a short second. But the one one just before to talk about the slush fund that Pierce Doherty was talking about, because this is, I really wanted to get to the answer of some of the questions, to be honest, that we talked about yesterday. I mean, you were making the point uh, yesterday afternoon that the core issue of this is that €75,000 payment and whether it was indeed even appropriate to make it. And within the first hour of the committee, it was established that in hindsight, and there's been a lot of in hindsight today, the commercial director didn't believe that was appropriate. And then it moved away to sort of some of the other payments uh, 
uh, that were there. And keep in mind that the the employee uh, ref, uh, representative on the board, Robert Short, he said as far as most employees in the newsroom or elsewhere were concerned, the biggest perk of working in RTE was the RTE guide and getting a copy of that wasn't even guaranteed at Christmas. And yet the CFO, Richard Collins, outlined some of the other payments that have been made under this controversial barter account to the TD Allen Dillon. 2019, um, there was 111,000 for uh, travel and hotels to bring clients to the Rugby World Cup. Can you identify who them clients were? No, I can't. Why not? Well, I'm not, not on this uh, report. You, here. Mrs. O'Leary? I can, but um, I would have to get their permission, but of course I know who they were. Taxpayers' money? And I will. Uh, get their permission. Can you give us one more example uh, on, was the, on next, the top range? Yeah, there was 10-year IRFU tickets bought for, um, well, they cost through the barter company 138,000. 138,000 euros of taxpayers' money through a barter account. Can you give us one more example? Um, well, the Champions League final in 2019, 26,000. Can I go back, Sean, just so that I understand that correctly? Is what the Chief Financial Officer is asserting there is that €138,000 was paid to give people rugby tickets as gifts? Uh, it seems to be so the way the barter account works and we're obviously sir, only becoming experts in this in the last few days is they act sort of almost as an exchange um, so it would have been to bring RTE staff in that particular instance the Rugby World Cup is the bigger payment and it was stated later on in the committee that the actual payment was closer to 72,000 euro the, the amounts in barter accounts are are recorded a, a slightly higher for sort of different reasons uh, that are there so that money was there but then also I mean a 10 year ticket a 10 year IRFU ticket I, I can't understand why RTE would need to purchase a 10, uh, 10 year IRFU ticket. There were other ones outlined, for example, uh, tickets to a U2 gig at Croke Park where RT would have taken perhaps some commercial sponsors. That isn't necessarily that unusual if there are extra tickets left over, maybe through a commercial partnership that they would be given to, uh, you know, to bring out some important corporate clients. And um, But also things like, and Pierce Doherty mentioned it earlier, within that arrangement, there was a bus put on to take people from a dinner in Drumcondra to Croke Park at the expense of RTE. So a huge amount of questions coming about what that barter account was used for. Moya Doherty, the former chair of the board, is at the committee. She said she was totally unaware and described it herself as a slush fund. And the current chair, Shuni Rahalig, said that it was simply outrageous. So one of the difficulties in this is so much has emerged that it is difficult to actually keep track of all of it because there is the the initial off the books, to use the chief financial officer's uh, expression, payment to Ryan Tuberty. But then there's all the other matter of expenditure and controls within RTE. Of the other issues, what do you see as the most significant so far? I think it's going to actually come back to that original €75,000 payment. And I think the thing that is going to have the most legs on this is what the Chief Financial Officer revealed about what he was told. He said that he was first made aware that there was an issue on March 7th by Deloitte. They came back to him after doing the audit and said to him, what are these consultancy fees for, for 75,000 euro? These two different payments total to 150,000 euro. He said he didn't know. He went to the director general, D Forbes at the time, uh, and said, what are they for? And in the evidence, uh, here is what he had to say in, in uh, when questioned by Amelda Monster. It was to do with how RT was structured during COVID. Right. Just give one sentence about what that entails. That the executive it, it, board didn't have the knowledge of or didn't no. have the expertise about 
just it was advice that the director general had received on how RT structured itself and presented itself during COVID. Now I can't say any more than that because I, I'd have to consult my notes and see exactly what explanation was given. But I relayed back exactly what I was told to Deloitte's. And then and at that stage, I wasn't involved in improving the transaction at that stage, the transaction had happened. I was yes. relaying back an explanation. But the auditors had flagged up a concern about the payments. It flagged up a concern. You raised it with the Director General. You didn't question her pretty much. You took it on board. Well, I took her explanation. She said, yeah, yeah, you didn't. As Chief Financial Officer, you thought, that's grand. I'll get back. I'll tell Deloitte. That's what the story was. And then it went from there. So that's what you're saying. That's what it was, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Would you say that's you're not effectively doing your job? Well, I think at that stage, she gave what appeared to be a plausible explanation. You can't remember. Look, I can't we'll remember the exact details of Yeah, it's just yeah. so ridiculous. I'm yeah. going to move on. So that was the Chief Financial Officer of uh, RTE in uh, conversation there, or rather providing evidence to the Public Accounts Committee. Big thank you to Sean Defoe, our uh, political correspondent, who has been attending that committee and was reporting on it for us there. With the Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.